This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible Filipino nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. I remember one incident when I was a clinical instructor in one of the emergency departments. So I was telling this doctor, like, Doc, can you please check on your orders because it seems that um, something might not be correct. But, you know, the answer that I got from that doctor, who's a doctor here, by the way? I said, like, um, Doc, um, I'm just here to. And then later on, it injured the patient and then and then they were trying to whitewash and then they did the investigation and then i don't know what happened next because like that the patient went to the floor but um here as what um sir brian said you need to equip yourself with knowledge i mean learning is a continuous process so when i was here in the u.s um i started to be inspired with some of my educators like hey why are they like impressed like wow their brains are so big that they can actually absorb all the information what their what's their expertise and all that so i learned the importance and significance of certifications so i i tried my first certification and then five certifications after i tend to realize now it's not just like putting those credentials behind your name it is just it is reassuring your patient that you are providing the best care possible and are for the best for the best outcome and then again we're not competing here with the doctors because right now i am um, here in a uh, teaching facility it's a university facility so we have residents so it's it's learning and sharing of ideas it's not competing with each other so if if there are things that need to be corrected it should be in low close loop communication and all those stuff we are there as a team treating the patient for for, for maximum or better outcome. So I have to agree with Sir Brian, that experience um, like relived in me, especially when that's there, when the doctor said, who's the doctor here anyway? So, and and the, the doctor said, you are a clinical instructor only. I said, okay, hands off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think the message that's coming across, across clearly, clearly is the word team. Yes. Is that team. here, Everybody is working as a team to find the best clinical outcomes for the patient. Um, and one of the nurses um, that I was talking to last week said she, she was newly arrived in the U.S. And she said to me, when you come to the U.S., you have to bring your A game. Yes. And I was like, yes, that kind of like sums it up because not only is it the knowledge, but it's also the confidence to share that with the rest of the team, the doctors, the other nurses that you're working with, etc. Agree. We are, we are out of time and we haven't even got through all of our questions. I'm just going to carry on for a little bit because I know that Brian and Marvin and Jean have a lot to share. <laughs> so Brian and Marvin, when you came to the U.S., and, I, and I'm just looking here, we're getting so many wonderful comments. Um, we've got um, Fel is watching, Race is watching from Riyadh, um, Angie's watching, uh, Joy is watching, Ra is watching, Cheryl is watching. Paolo is saying, wow, Ranelle is watching, Reggie, Shilani, well done, Kin is watching from Saudi Arabia, Edmund, agree, Justin, such a funny story, I think that was the Dr. Pepper story, Marvin. Yes. <laughs> June Marie, Frederick is watching from Ohio, Justin, 
Thanks for sharing the story. Oh, Dr. Pepper went down well, Marvin. We're getting a lot of comments about Dr. Pepper. Just like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> first time, Angie's saying that's the first time I've heard about Dr. Pepper. Everyone will remember this now. I know. When, hi, Sir Brian. A lot of people. <laughs> Daniel, love the, doctor's story. <laughs> love, love the Dr. Pepper story. Listening. Um, Sol is, is listening. Chris is listening. Um, Ra. Um, Ken, Ra, wow, we've got a lot of um, people watching from all over um, and so wonderful to see everybody here from all over the world sharing their stories, uplifting each other. Thank you, Brian, Marvin and Jean for doing so. So the next question, I'm just going to carry on for a little longer because I know that everybody is really enjoying this talk and, and um, I, I think it's just so worthwhile. Um, Brian and Marvin, if you want to maybe share, when you came to the U.S., Obviously, it was, you know, arriving here is, is very exciting. As you put your feet down on that ground on the tarmac, um, you get off the plane and you arrive. It's just one of the best days. And I know, Gene, you can so relate to that. I remember that day well. Um, what would you say is the biggest challenges that you experienced when you came here? And how did you overcome it? Marvin, if you want to go first. Okay. So um, the biggest challenges um, that I experienced when I came here is, oh, there's a lot, but to be honest. So I think number one is Mom, driving. Got notes. <laughs> I got notes because I, 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 I tend to explain it. Like, so the first one is driving. So I don't usually drive in the Philippines because I love to commute. And also in the Middle East, our accommodation is like one block away to the hospital. So driving was a challenge for me. So good thing that the Filipino community in that particular area taught us like how to drive. So some of them were like reviewers. So and then they taught us like um, the process of um, getting the license, how to ace your exam, and also the practical driving, thank God. And also by the time I had an accident, they were there for me. Second challenge that I really don't understand initially was taxes. So I don't know why is the price when you go to the to the teller, why is it being added with a certain price and why is the state different from a different one? So those things, I mean, thank God, um, we have nurses from the area who are, who are now working as an accountant explain everything to us. And also, the last important thing that I, I think one of the challenges is legalities. Always, always, always document everything. So before in the Philippines, like, oh, I just like, um, I just assume everything, write it in a beautiful statement and all that. But here, to be honest with you, I was called to court because of a certain patient, because this patient committed a crime and my, my documentation was there. So good thing, thank God, my documentation was superb. And then I was there in court, like trying to give my statements and how they did this and everything like that. And then eventually, um, Thank God they helped me. And then those so far the greatest challenge challenge. But um, I think one of the solutions that I we had during this cultural um, uh, problem or issues is that our previous hospital had this education program called uh, acculturation. It's an 11-week program. Every Tuesday, we attend it. They invite some Filipino leaders from that particular community because it is their first time that the hospital invited, I mean, invited 33 nurses from the Philippines to work in there. So we are kind of the minority, but we never felt different. They're so warm, accommodating. And I thank the hospital because they bought our contract from our agency 
within 18 months. We were very, very happy with that. I thought it was just like a fairy tale dream, but it went, it went, it became true. Now, again, there's a lot of like challenges that we are facing here, but I am thankful to the fora for, for existing because like we can share our experiences, we can pay it forward. And then um, I felt the, with the pain and the, and the suffering of nurses uh, in the Philippines asking this question. I know some questions might be the same all throughout, but I just answer it the best way I can because like I also felt them when I was like, there in the Philippines. So I think those were my challenges and the solutions that I think that based for my six years here in the U.S. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. If you know a friend or colleague who would benefit from listening to this conversation, please let them know about the show. We want to help as many nurses as we can turn their dreams into a reality. If you're thinking about making the step to living and working as a nurse in the USA, we can help you. Head over to kineticsusa.com to find out more. That's kineticsusa.com. Very common challenges that many people experience, like understanding the taxes and understanding like how you build your credit history. Yes, exactly. What is credit history? You know, there's a lot of things about the financial side that are very confusing, even to Americans. And even, Jean, I mean, you've been here for how many years? 14 years. 14 wow. years. I mean, isn't it still confusing to a large extent, some of the financial things? Oh, I don't I don't do it myself. I have my accountant from the very first like year that uh, I came here. So it's my accountant who did everything. I don't want to go to, I, I don't want to be, you know, to go, what do you call that, to be audited. So mm-hmm. I trust my accountant. <laughs> And, and that's really good advice, is to find an expert who can help you. Yeah. And as Marvin says, I think Lafora is a wonderful forum. And doing the Lafora talk show is a wonderful way of, of educating people because knowledge is power. The more you, you know and understand, the better you can prepare yourself. Brian, what, what, what were some of the biggest challenges that you experienced and how did you overcome them? Well, first of all... I had a hard time coming here because it was a hurricane when I came here. So I got oh wow! <laughs> I got stranded in LA. I got stranded in Dallas, and got got stranded in Midland. So I was flying for like forty eight hours. Oh, now once I got here, <laughs> I never found. I, I never thought that I'd be thrown in the middle of the desert. So <laughs> that's also the second challenge, because <laughs> I'm working in one of the rural areas here, like the the the, the county that I'm in right now. We had. We have like what five thousand population, so I was able to. So right now I am luck, lucky enough to 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 work in four different facilities, and each of those facilities only have like less than a thousand population. <laughs> so it's kind of like um, it's surreal because it's different back home in the Philippines. Every everywhere is crowded. Even if you go to the provinces, it's still crowded. Here, you need to have a vehicle. Like a car here is not luxury. Back home in the Philippines, when you have a car or, or whatever, it's a luxury. Like we have to admit it because we have a lot of public transportation available in the Philippines. Having a car is a luxury. Here, it's a need. And that's one of the hardest things. That's one of the hardships that I got because I need to have a car because the nearest grocery is 50 miles away from where I live. And that's the grocery. <laughs> the nearest fast food. Yeah, the nearest fast food is 60 miles away from this. Wow. So if I, bring, if I bring this laptop around, you won't see anything. 
like this. This is one of the most beautiful things around here, <laughs> where I am. <laughs> so I need to have a car. That's why having credit, you know, and don't have a credit history, because having a credit history um, is something that I don't know. When even in Ireland, even even in Ireland, we don't have something like that. So here, having a credit history is something that all of us needs to study, and I think it's available in YouTube. It's available everywhere to all of people watching this. Type in credit history so you would understand what it is because it's very important here for you to get a loan, for you to even open an account, everything. It's how they judge people. You know? They don't judge people with how much you have in your bank. They judge yeah. you with how good you are in paying back. Because <laughs> I think this country is made up of credit. That's why, you know, this pandemic thing, a lot of people went crazy because why? And most of them don't have assets. Most of them don't have bank accounts. Most of us here have credit. So I'm only here for like more than a year. And, and my credit is only on top of my head. <laughs> That's the thing. So credit history is really, really important. Now, luckily, luckily, I met some very, very, very good people who helped me in getting my car. So uh, there were really good people who co-signed my car with me. So I was able to get it for 1.9%, which won't be possible for me doing a loan. And then I met some good people who audit my tax as well, and they're all Filipinos. So, you know, this time in age 2020, there will be a lot of professional Filipinos here that you guys would talk to. And I was really, really lucky to be able to come across to them. So a lot of people would help you. Yes. But, you know, just like nursing, attitude, skills, knowledge, your attitude must be, you know, yeah. must be good. All of yeah. those evil thoughts all of those evil deeds that you did back home leave them because yes. you're, 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 you're building a new life i don't care what you did before we don't care what you did before if you killed somebody before actually we don't care as long as when you get here put your best foot forward and a lot of people would help you if you enjoyed today's episode then please help us by hitting the follow button on your podcast player and leaving us a review if you're thinking about making the step to living and working as a nurse in the USA, we can help you. Head over to KineticsUSA.com to find out more. That's KineticsUSA.com. Tune in next time for more incredible conversations.